Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Springtime is not very far away. In fact, just last week, I frost-seeded my food plots. I was tickle pink. Big snow, all the old-timers used to say, man, throw that stuff out on the last snow. Biggest problem I ever had, Cody Lucas, was trying to figure out which was the last snow. I was going to say, you, 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 did you hear about the groundhog? I mean, he's he's hollering for more snow, so I don't know, more winter. <laughs> I don't believe that guy. Anyway, <laughs> well, we've got a great lineup today. We got... I'm Tommy Bench. I'm Peyton Geller. I'm Cody Lucas. And I tell you what, folks, if if you wanted to <laughs> round up three of the best outdoorsmen in Ozarks, you got them standing right in front of us. We got turkey hunters. We got deer hunters. We got smallmouth fishing guide guru Tommy Bench with us. And boy, it's, uh, you can't get together with these guys without having a great time. But we're going to talk springtime stuff uh, right now today because it's coming up on us pretty quick. And I hope I'm ahead of all you guys when it comes to the food plot because Cody Lucas. I put out alfalfa. I threw out two kinds of white clover, two kinds of red clover, and something else. <laughs> something else. I can't remember that part, but I know there's something else in there. I'm, I'm not going to tell him I've been prepping the field. I'm just waiting. I got about a 10 acre field there. I'm going to do soybeans in, and then I'm going to do oh. I'm going to do radishes and stuff down in the bottom in case they decide that they've they've hammered my beans too much. I'm going to have another a little plot down in the well, bottom. That I, I, I learned something radishes. about radishes last year planting them for the first time, and they come up look like huge heads of lettuce, oh, six yeah. inches across, 18 inches high. Took a deer a week or two to find them. When they did, I went out there a couple days later. They're all gone. Looks like. It looks like a lawnmower. It looked, it looked like they mowed them. <laughs> Mine looked like they took the wheels off of a push mower and just drove it around, pushed it around because yeah. it was nothing. I mean, well, nothing. Well, I discovered something else, too. I'm doing the majority of my deer hunting this fall very early in the season while they're on that stuff. Yep. That's your best em. bet with a bow. You, right. you betcha. But spring coming up. Here we are jumping the fall already. <laughs> we're so so excited. But uh, springtime, you know, oh, man, we're all so glad to see it. And it's, it's been a little bit of a rough winter. We haven't had hard winters for quite some time, but we got some big snows and ice and it didn't bother me too much. I just sit down by that big fireplace of mine. You know, it's fourteen feet across the front. If if I can pick a log up, I can get it in there. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I have to roll them in there. But it makes big fires. Me and my fat lab. You know, I sit there and recliner and work on podcast. If you can believe that, just take your foot and push your log on in as it burns. Yeah, That's right. Right. Yeah. get out of the chair. Just put your foot down and push it on in. Exactly. But, <laughs> but speaking of springtime, what do you what do you guys get most excited about? Because there's a lot of things to get excited about. Exactly. You, you took it right you out. Got of my turkeys mind. gobbling. You got mushrooms popping and smallmouth spawning. Trout fishing. Trout fishing March first. That's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like goggle eye. Oh, <laughs> goggle eye. Yeah, it's kind of like what happens in the fall. I always get so frustrated in the fall. Because so many things happen at once, I said, "Hey, I can do a lot of things to out outdoors. I don't do any of them very well, but boy, I do a lot of them, different things, you know." <laughs> oh, yeah. But in the springtime, yeah, okay. Boy, I don't know who to look at first here. <laughs> Let's go with the young guy, Mister Paylor. What's your favorite thing to do in the springtime? Oh shoot, probably. Uh, well, I, 
it's probably got to be turkey turkey hunting. If I ain't turkey hunting, me and dad are usually out looking for mushrooms. If we ain't looking for mushrooms, we're up early in the morning trout fishing. You just don't, oh, just don't I, tell where we find the mushrooms because Bill will talk you out of it. He's a sweet talker. I, 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 I will. No matter. No. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Them morels. I, I <laughs> put pressure on him. I, I, know, I, know, I got great interrogation techniques. I, it's all right. <laughs> must, you're, you're, you're a good friend, but you're <laughs> not that good. good you, you might share a few. Yeah. I tell you, I'll let you off easy. Just call me when it's time to eat. Yeah, there that's you right. Go. That, as long as he gets to eat them. Well, I, you know, there's a big dilemma here, and I can see it in all your eyes. You know, you're turkey hunting. There's mushrooms to find. You're smallmouth fishing. There's mushrooms to find. All right. So, how do you set the parameters? Which do you choose first, the mushroom fishing, or smallmouth fishing, or mushroom, and the, and, and the turkeys? There's, there's a happy medium to do all. No, three there's or not. Four. You have to. You have to make time for all of them. How do you do that? Well, you, you designate certain days for this and that, and you go say, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when the mushrooms are popping, you got to be out there because you have a, a small window to get those. It's not like you got. And you're not the only one out there. That, and you're not well, the only somebody one Somebody found my honey hole the last couple of years, and if I don't get there early, I can see where they've been. There's a little where they pinched them off. They might, like, as well, they might as well left you a note saying, thanks oh, for the mushrooms. I yeah, went from yeah. hundreds to like 20 or 30, yeah. and I can see where somebody's beat me to them. Well, you know oh. Randy, Randy Aitie very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. His buddy had passed away several years ago. I was actually hunting with him down there on one of the 80 farms, I think. We were at, uh, oh, that's been, gosh, I want to say close to 30 years ago, man. But uh, we're going up Andy Ramsey. That, he was a tall, skinny cowboy type and this boy had the longest legs I've ever seen in my life just trying to keep up with it. it was a chore you know but we had a turkey goblin on a ridge but we were in a bottom and headed that way and i don't know he was probably three quarters of a mile away and he just a hustle along well, I spied some mushrooms. Guess what Bill Cooper did? <laughs> I, had, I had me a bread sack in my back yeah. pocket. I whipped that thing out, and I'm picking these mushrooms. He's still trucking, man. He saw I wasn't by him. What are you doing? I said, man, I'm picking these mushrooms. We got a turkey gobbling up here. That turkey's not going anywhere. And we're going to find these mushrooms again, so I'm getting them while I can. You know, no, he yeah. just fussed and carried on. But I picked a pretty good, well, a bread sack full of mushrooms you know and stuffed them in my turkey bag and we went on up to holler and he got the turkey gobble again and i don't know we was a good 100 yards or more from it and it was pretty green so we went up the hill got about the same level with that turkey got set up 15 minutes later that bird's flopping on the ground that's a good morning that's a good morning that's a good good morning you know it's funny that's what i was going to tell you a lot of times we'll get up and we'll turkey hunt of a morning and hopefully it's successful and then we look for mushrooms while we're headed back to the truck that's you know, right. uh-huh. and, and we'll get uh-huh. lucky. We'll pick some mushrooms, like you said, and we usually leave the boat hooked up to the old truck. So then when we get back, we hop in it and go run down to the river and either catch a goggle eye or go out to the crappie in the afternoon. That's right. That's and, what and, I was going to say. And I try to make the best oh, wow. of the whole day from daylight to dark. That's what I was getting at, Bill. That's you, what I'm you, after. you got to manage it. You know, yep. you go early in the morning because that's when the turkey's coming <laughs> off the roof. Yeah, you know? yeah, but all you young guys, you're missing yeah. a, a major, very important element in the whole deal. I'm telling you, you know, of course, I carry sandwiches and stuff with me a lot. I've got to eat out there sometimes, you know. So I munch on that stuff, and then it starts warming up, and I always sit down to take a little rest, you know. Nap time. Nap time. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. I'm, I'm big on that. You, you can't jerk. Chase them turkeys all over three counties if you you don't have the energy. I'm not like Peyton there, you know. He's got those long skinny legs and gosh. I can go all day. <laughs> I know. You scare me, man. That's why you're looking at particularly two of us. I stay and I. so slim like this because I'm out there running the <laughs> You get you a good woman, that won't stay around long. I gained 20 pounds like I got with Amy. 
I thought you picked up a yeah, little weight. Yeah, my weight two thirty something now. But did you? Did she start doing the cooking? Is that the deal? Or yeah, what? I didn't eat before. I was fishing too much. Uh-huh. Hey, she told him no more deep frying the fish. It's all bacon grill. That's what it is. Oh my! Hey, I got to tell you one on Peyton real quick here. Uh, I want to hear. He's been he's been running with me and gunning for turkeys ever since running cameras. He's about twelve years old and he just loves this. We had this old gobbler going on a ridge. We've been having a tough season anyway. We get out there and I get out of the old truck and I hoot and he sounds off and I said, "Oh boy!" And we were off like a bullet shot. And he's got the camera on a tripod over his shoulder and I've got uh, my Avionics decoys. I had two in my backpack, and one in a bag, and shotgun, <laughs> yeah. and, and we, we were boogieing. Well, we get on this one ridge and I and I I do a little shot call to him and he shot gobbles and he's. The next ridge over, there's a little ravine in between us. Well, he's down the draw. Always have big ravines. <laughs> well, we got lucky on this one. So I told Peyton, I said, if we can beat feet, but we don't want to go dead at him. I said, that old bird's been in here a long time. I've heard, I've never got this bird. I said, we're going to cut up to the left and go around and get on that same ridge, like you were talking about, the same level with him. Hurry up and throw them decoys out, set up, and call this bird in. I said, it ought, it ought to work if he read the script. You never know. So we boogie all. He knows where I'm yeah. going with it. He can see, look on his face. He's like, oh, Dad, why that story? Right. So we get over there, and, and I, we get out there, and I stick a decoy in the ground, and I'm sticking it in. He's back there, and he's sitting tripod set up, and he's getting all brushed in and hidden back there. And uh, so I went, he goes, whoa, and he was right there. So, man, I boogie over there, and, Peyton, and I just dive in the brush with Peyton there, and I rear up, and I get my gun, and I was like, man, he's right here. Be watching for him. Be watching for him. And he's, bow, 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 you know, and Peyton says, Dad, there's a limb. I said, just raise the camera up a little bit or down. I don't care about that limb. Dad, there's a limb out there. There's a limb right in the way, Dad. Dad. Well, next thing I know, I look, and he's belly crawling. He's doing an old army crawl out there. <laughs> and now uh, he's headed out to the decoy, and he's going to break this limb off because he was new. He was new to filming. He didn't know. He was new. And he's belly crawling out there. And just as he gets to that limb, he reaches up, and he snaps it. When he does, that gobbler is in a dead run at them decoys, and they meet about halfway out that opening. <laughs> and that gobbler went straight in there. Peyton just laid it out on the ground, just shaking his head. He knew that gobbler flew straight up in there and flew off. I didn't, know, I didn't know whether to run or go back so he could whip me. For yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what to think. The best thing I did for him was I just got up and headed for the truck. Oh, I just got yeah. my decoys and headed for the truck. I didn't even say nothing. Well, Peyton, you know, they feel bad, man. When I first really got into wildlife photography, hot and heavy, man, it brought me a 300 millimeter. It was fixed. Uh, you couldn't really zoom in that with it. It just fixed 300, you know. And and boy, I had, it was poor turkey season, but I had this fabulous farm. Oh, I killed so many turkeys down there over the years. It was pretty remote and on the Burbus River, but these people had a little bit, the owners had a little bit of land across the Burbus. So I can go down, there'd be 150 turkeys winter in there. That's back when there was lots of turkeys. Wow. Man. But I'd gone down and been checking on them, and there's roosting across the river some, and man, you'd hear them old gobblers. I mean, one morning I called up, uh, 37 gobblers and 64 hens that come all the way across wow. the field, come right up. I mean, the photographs I got was incredible. But right prior to that happening, I'd crossed the river and heard a turkey gobble, and I wanted to get full-frame turkey gobbler in strut, you know. Man, I'd, I had done everything. I, I wanted the perfect picture and had a an article coming up for Missouri Game and Fish or somebody, but I needed that photograph, so I, I had that bird to work in. I'm sitting there. Camera barrel on my knees, boy. It's just like I was going to shoot one with a shotgun right in the face, you know. <laughs> and I was just in a little opening. It wasn't 
12, 15 yards across it, and he was coming. He was going to step right out and open. So I got everything. I'm focused right on the edge of the woods right there, the brush where that turkey's going to pop out. Got my finger on the release button. That dude steps out there and swells up like an elephant, you know. Gorgeous. I pushed that release button. The camera battery died right at that moment. Oh, oh my God. I thought he was going to say you didn't have an SD card. That's right. I'm done that lens cap on. He's going to have to reach out and pop the lens cap off. So I thought he was going to no, say. I already looked through the barrel, so I had that much cover. But the battery of all things. You no know, SD. And, yeah, yeah and I, I had two or three other batteries in my pocket. But you know you've got a gobbler oh. standing 10 feet from you. He's not going to tolerate you no. reloading at that point. But three times in my lifetime, I've done the same thing with shotguns. Call a bird right up there, pull a clicker. You know the sickest sound you can hear? Oh, click, oh, click. Oh, <laughs> Three yeah. times I've done it. But one of them I killed. I, I had a, a one shell right in my shirt pocket right there. And I, it was a pump gun. So I slowly slid that up and slipped that one shell in there. Stocks are under my arm. <laughs> and boom, killed him. About 11 steps. But that's, awesome. that's the great things that can happen in the springtime. Out, we call it the turkey woods, you know. But you get out there, you know, we've always we've already seen the red buds bloom. Mm-hmm. Maybe later in turkey season, dogwoods are coming on. And everything's coming to life, you know. Uh, everything's having Love babies. It. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And the crappie are spawning, the mushrooms yeah. are popping, the turkeys yep. are gobbling. My grandpa always said, he said, watch them dogwoods when the dogwoods are getting ready to bloom. He said, you better be somewhere fishing. That's right. That's what he always yeah. said. Yeah. He said, yeah. as they're starting to bloom, you better be yep. somewhere fishing. Well, somebody, I used to hear an old timer, he'd say something. I, I believe it had to do with mushrooms. You guys probably know this, but when an elm leaf gets the size of a mouse's ear, what happens? I'm not gonna. I've never heard. I'm not gonna tell you. Y'all gonna have to go. We won't learn if you don't tell us. Y'all gonna have to go to the woods and and, and find out. But I used to know an old timer. He'd say when the when the leaf on a elm tree gets the size of a mouse's ear. Now I don't know if that's a big mouse or a little mouse or whatever. (laughs) Mushrooms are popping. But the mushrooms are gonna pop. Well, I'll be darned. Check it out this year and see see if it works. I will. Well, let's. Hey, boy, I tell you, time flies and you're having fun. And gosh, it's great to have you guys on the show, particularly the young fellow here. And I don't know about your turkey hunting partner, but if you get hard up, (laughs) give me a call. I'll do what I can. <laughs> hey, Peyton, great to have you on. Of course, Cody Lucas, yes. always. Uh, Cody, want to give him a plug right quick. Uh, he uh, is the host of the Living the Dream Outdoor TV show. Cody, tell them right quick where they can find that. They can find us on the Hunt Channel, on uh, My Outdoor TV, Mo TV, uh, Roku, um, Apple Fox, Fire, um, even Xbox 360, you name it, all the social media platforms, it's on there. We've also got a YouTube channel, and, and I'm, I'm constantly on Facebook and Instagram. Constantly. Put, pushing it and, and uh, posting. Yeah, you've, you've worn my phone out, I think. You too. I'm on here too. We're back and forth. I come up for Aaron Bill's post and something, right. I'm having to like it, so it's like hey, back and forth. We're working it hard for sure. Tag, tagging each other. Oh, yeah. 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 But it, it, it's paying off. We've got a real uh, network of team members going, and folks, I do encourage you. You think he's fun on the radio. What you see him in front of a camera? <laughs> Son. Hey, we're all living a dream, and we hope you can too. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and the Fly Rod Journals. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. 
Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.